Hi, this is Tracy Swedlow, Editor-in-Chief and Founder of Interactive TV Today, also called ITVT. We're the first, best, and most widely read news source on multi-platform and interactive television. You can find our daily news, interviews, videos, photos, so much more on our site, ITVT.com. Make sure you check out our TV of Tomorrow Show conference site at thetvoftomorrowshow.com. Our next show is June 12th and 13th, Tuesday and Wednesday in San Francisco, and we expect to be very exciting. We're going to do um, interesting things and have unusual people as well as uh, CEOs of, of all sorts of companies. Today on Radio ITVT, I exclusively speak with Jeff Katz, VP and EP at Watch With and exiting co-governor of the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences, Interactive Media Peer Group. Also speak with Michael Greger, founder of Velop.tv, and Mark Johnson, a digital consultant, both of who are the co-chairs of the awards working group at ATAS's IMPG group. All three are here to discuss the new call for entries for the 64th Primetime Emmy Award competition for outstanding creative achievement in interactive media. The deadline is May 4th for those entries. Listen to the show for behind-the-scenes insights into the peer group itself, the new category called Original Interactive Television Programming, and where and how to submit your nomination. And now, on with the show. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Hi, Tracy. Thanks for having us. Hi, Tracy. Hi. Okay. Uh, Why don't you all, uh, Jeff, actually, maybe if you wouldn't mind, Jeff Katz, who is a, the VP and executive producer at Watch With and, uh, and leaving co-governor, co-governor of, I am. of the IMPG peer group of the Academy of Television, Arts, and Sciences. Very lofty group. If you could introduce um, your, your colleagues, that would be really wonderful. Awesome. Thanks, Tracy. Yeah, the- Academy of Television Arts and Sciences is a peer-based organization, so while, while it may appear lofty because of the Primetime Emmy Awards, we're really part of 16,000 uh, active members that are all involved in the creation and evolution of the television business. This is my fourth year as a board member. I'm on the Board of Governors representing Interactive, and each year as we head into the Primetime Emmy Awards season, we put together an awards working group in Interactive, and I'm happy to introduce uh, Mark Johnson and Michael Greger, who are on the phone. Mark and Michael are co-chairs of the awards working group. Um, and we've got a lot of news this year about the Primetime Emmy Awards for Interactive Media. And we thank you for the chance to share that with a bigger audience. Uh, oh, we're very happy to. Uh, thanks for, for giving us a call. Mark and Michael, if you might introduce yourself so people can recognize your voice, your voices, that'd be great, please. Yeah, no problem. This is Mark Johnson. Hi, everyone. Uh, and as Jeff said, uh, I'm the co-chair of the awards working group within the interactive media peer group. I'm a digital media strategist, and uh, I'm uh, thrilled to be on the show and would love to uh, kick it over to Michael to let him introduce himself. Sure. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is Michael Greger, and uh, I am also a co-chair of the awards working group. I've been on the group for three years and been working with Mark for two. Uh, and uh, I am the founder of a small software development company specializing in app development for connected television. Called Develop.tv. Thank you. 
Okay, well, you know, it's all everybody's part of the industry, so it's good to hear those the names of the the companies. Mark, you didn't say yours, but well, I'm currently doing uh, consulting to different companies for uh, digital media strategy. Okay, great. Uh, formerly a director of creative services at ABC.com, which is when I first joined the academy and got involved with the process, and it's uh, actually been a great uh, organization and a great process, and the group. Uh, that's involved on the executive committee in particular, a very vibrant team uh, gathered by Jeff and Lori, who've been governors during the entire time uh, that I've been on the group. Uh, they've, they've just been a great team. So uh, we have a very dynamic group, and we're trying to push the ball forward all the time. All right, so th- thank you so much. Uh, well, let's get to the news. Uh, over and above the, the specific announcement, uh, this is the 11th anniversary of the Primetime Emmy Awards for Interactive Media. I remember when it was created. I remember the party. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's, it's, it, it is the uh, gathering storm. And obviously the membership is growing, correct, a little bit? About, there are about 400 people now? Yes, indeed. Yeah, we we're, had, we're, sorry, Jeff, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, we had uh, the biggest growth last year of any peer group within the Academy. I believe it was uh, over 28%. And uh, our numbers are up around 450 members. Is that about right, Jeff? Yeah, actually, we're we're much closer to 500 now. So the uh, overall interactive media peer group uh, membership is up about 30% year over year, and we're the fastest of the fastest growing of the 27 peer groups in the Television Academy. Yeah, and, and uh, it's interesting, Tracy. You hark back to the to the founding days, and uh, I think that it's fair to say that this peer group has been uh, viewed a little bit as uh, kind of a black sheep within the organization. And as uh, the convergence of television and digital uh, accelerates, uh, people are turning more and more to us as like, oh, maybe you guys know kind of what's going on here and can help out. So there's been a lot more um, receptiveness to interactive media, the peer group. And uh, that's very encouraging and very rewarding for us. I think you hit it on the head. I mean, it, it has definitely been uh, a, an interesting challenge to see the academy accept, uh, you know, over a series of meetings over the years, you know, uh, and, and you know how to give the awards themselves and how to position it. And it's just uh, it's just taking over. So that's very exciting. This year, uh, let's get to the news though. The uh, the announcement is that there the deadline for entries is going to be May 4th, which is, which is actually also the date of my uh, daughter's art show preschool. Very important date, May 4th. But anyway, uh, the deadline for entries is May 4th, and it will be for the 64th Primetime Emmy Awards. And the the categories this year are? Right. Well, thanks for that. And I just should mention also May 4th is the deadline to submit the entries, uh, we're going to open the – well, the floodgates are actually open now to to begin making your uh, the entry part. Uh, we also require for this um, category a video to be submitted that illustrates the functionality of the piece being, uh, being submitted. And uh, the uh, website that will allow those uploads is opening up on Monday the 2nd, this coming Monday. And there's uh, actually a bit more of time to get your videos in because we know that those take time. Uh, that'll be May 16th, a Wednesday, 10 days after the uh, the uh, entry deadline of May 4th. So, yeah, and the areas of competition, we spent a lot of time in the so-called off Well, wait, wait, actually, can I interrupt for a second before sure, we go into sure. that? Um, just, again, it's opening up on Monday. The deadline is May 4th. But when you say videos, 
you know, we see a lot of awards programs. We have our own awards program. You know, the uh, I won't go into it, but we have our own leadership program. And people often send promotional videos of their application. When you say it's a, uh, uh, I mean, is this video specifically a demonstration of how it works, or can it be a promotional video? How much, well, yeah, how much well, pressure are you putting on the uh, the entrance for this? Right. Well, thanks uh, for making that distinction. And we do, in fact, encourage uh, that the videos be more about demonstrating the functionality and, in particular, the innovative you know components of it and how. Uh, the video, uh, you know, can illustrate what the piece is doing that makes it uh, Emmy-worthy, uh, as opposed to just existing marketing video. Now, you know, inevitably, uh, a lot of the entries uh, have some high gloss on them, and that's not necessarily a bad thing by any means. We had some very, very high-quality entries last year, uh, but indeed, the uh, the emphasis on uh, for the video should be on how does the thing work and uh, why is it Emmy-worthy. So right, I think I think that's really needed. I think you know pressure put on the entrance to really show you how it works, rather than just like oh this is wonderful and flying lots of images in. I I, I think the judges want to see really how it works. No question, and in fact we we had a lot of discussion. Our uh, length last year for the videos we said uh, could be up to five minutes, and uh, we felt that some of them uh, you know took full advantage <laughs> of those five minutes to do, uh, you know, quite a bit of sell there. Uh, not that, again, not that that's necessarily a bad thing, but we are reducing the recommended length this year to three minutes so that we can uh, try to get people to emphasize the, uh, the functionality. It also, you know, it's, it's a lot to do, and we hope that our viewing members who are voting, uh, that is the entire peer group is, is open to do that, uh, we hope that uh, this will encourage people to watch all of the videos because it is quite a, a process if they're, Five minutes long. Okay, let's let's uh, thanks so much for going into that. Uh, let's talk about the areas of competition this year. Right, uh, Michael, do you want to touch this, Jeff? I feel like I've been talking the whole time. I'm happy to do it, but uh, just to share the wealth a little bit, talking about the uh, the categories, I can sort of, sort of tee it up. Uh, you know, we did uh, last year uh, went to a single category, uh, which ended up with a single winner. Uh, the ABC.com uh, production of Oscar uh, Interactive Experience. And this year we're, uh, we're back to what some people will remember as two categories. However, they're defined a bit differently this year. We're talking about uh, the, an initial category, which is uh, Outstanding Creative Achievement for Enhancements to a TV program or series. These are the things that people recognize as the websites, the Twitter feeds, the Facebook pages, um, and all of the interactive components, as well as the dot-com uh, show site for a, a typical traditional television program. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the other category this year is recognizing interactive media productions that stand alone as original interactive television, uh, not necessarily tied to a broadcast property. They could be. Uh, to some degree an extension of a property, uh, but they are not necessarily tied to something that you might see on quote-unquote television. Uh, so we're hoping that that's going to uh, give a place, a more natural place, for some of the things that we've seen entered and some of the work we know that's going on in the industry to really fall in and not feel that they're necessarily directly competing with uh, you know, a broadcast show. I'm actually very excited about the distinction you guys have uh, drawn here. Uh, between the, uh, the uh, one award being for enhancements, you know, the supporting materials that are also interactive, 
but but bringing out the idea of an original attractive TV show or some kind of property is very exciting. Uh, we're really seeing um, people starting to turn to that idea, um, growing an interactive format from the ground up. It's still really tough. <clears throat> it still takes a lot of original thinking. So I'm 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 really hoping that you do find a winner for that this year. Have you? Uh, uh, when you say something, though, however, that doesn't have to be tied to a broadcast property, you mean it could be a video on YouTube, it could be uh, an application, a full-blown, you know, immersive application you download onto your iPad. Uh, could this be a piece of digital, well, not digital signage, but what do you? How broad? How far? Like, what kinds of platforms are you open-minded to accept? Just well, I say. You know, pretty much everything you mentioned, a YouTube video in and of itself probably would not do it because there's not an interactive component to that. Um, but well, you can have YouTube videos. Around um, a video, pardon? YouTube um, videos can be made interactive through their annotations technologies. So true, true, true. Um, yes. Well, it would ha- again, it, it's something that has interactive elements to it. Is, is the point? So. You know, uh, a straight-up web series, for example, would not qualify here. Uh, but and by the same token, you know, YouTube videos that are simply videos would not. Uh, however, yes, if they have interactive components and other and other elements, yes, then they would be. And just as broad as you said, I mean, you could imagine, I, you know, some kind of uh, original storytelling component that appeared on a you know piece of digital signage. I, I think that's an interesting an interesting idea. Um, I, I think what we saw last year in particular were things that didn't necessarily yeah, – it was really more about the content not originating with a television property uh, that I think uh, you know created the greatest distinction for us. I think it's great, though, that you're uh, making that available, that it, it makes um, – sorry, my cold. Mm-hmm. But it says to the community, you know, come up with something. You know, try to win this award. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so I'm, I'm very so excited about that. Grown. Jeff, you've been involved in this. Um, Over the last I, 10 years, right, we've seen this natural evolution from people using interactive to kind of market and promote their shows to actually trying to focus on how interactive media can really add value to the storytelling process and the enjoyment of these shows. So, you know, we've got some precedent in 2010, Star Wars Uncut, which was a crowdsourced remake of um, Star Wars Episode Four won a Primetime Emmy Award, um, so broadband only, not tied to an existing um, television property in any way, um, really was a compelling experience and, and was recognized with a Primetime Award. Last year, we saw some really hot entries that were breaking new ground, the Arcade Fires, HTML experience that had some social integration. There was a thing called the Johnny Cash experience that really was mind-blowing, crowdsourced, creative, that added value to the overall thing. Um, so the the idea that these are kind of plussing out a traditional 30 or 60 minute TV show or a mini series or a special event on broadcast, there's absolutely great work being done, and we want to recognize that work. But I think to your point, this is really an opportunity to to raise up some awareness around people that are doing that groundbreaking, original interactive television programming, regardless of the platform. And to you know, celebrate that in the community of interactive media storytellers and developers. You definitely aren't, uh, and uh, rightly so, probably looking at applications or things that have a use. You know, um, you're not necessarily looking at uh, you know interactive maps on connected TV or you know things that are 
um, you're just looking for content-oriented programming, obviously. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, the, the 27 um, peer groups um, uh, all have opened up eligibility to broadband-delivered programming. And in addition to the Creative Arts Awards and the Primetime Emmy Awards, there's actually a parallel track of the Primetime Emmy Engineering Awards, and I'm going to co-chair that uh, committee for the third year in a row. And at that level, kind of app achievements, things that are more technical or platform-oriented, like a connected TV platform, like uh, Yahoo Connected TV or, or Samsung Smart TV or Google TV or even things last year we recognized the iPad with a Primetime Emmy Award for its contribution on that technical and engineering level. Um, so it's not that there's not a place in the Primetime Emmy Awards for um, these more kind of app and platform achievements. It's just the interactive media peer group is really focused on how storytellers and creators use interactive to, to extend and enhance the storytelling experience and engage audiences. Would there be a uh, an on-site judging process like there has been in the past where people come and see the final nominees uh, down in L.A. for the Blue Ribbon panel? Yes, that actually, the that, that's the plan for this year. We'll be having a Blue Ribbon, an invite-only Blue Ribbon panel uh, in late August. Uh, we don't have an exact date yet, but we'll let people know way in advance. Um, and some it's open to both full active members as well as new members. Uh, so, uh, if, you know, if anyone's interested, uh, make sure they, they get a hold of us. Uh, and they can do that at um, www.emmys.tv slash interactive, or they can email us directly at awards at interactiveemmys.com. Is there any requirement this year? Because um, you said there uh, maybe there might be other more other things changing. Is there any requirement for these these nominations, the final nominations, to run on its native platform, or can it show, uh, you know, can it be mirrored or, you know, modeled on a different, like on a PC or something like that? What's the requirement? Are you talking about in the Blue Ribbon event, or yeah. just you know? Well, in the Blue Ribbon event, I think what we what we did uh, last year, and I would imagine we do the same this year, is we simply showed the videos that were submitted for the contest. So it was it was those. So there's no need to have the actual platform physically present. In a lot of cases, these things were you know done for specific events, and you couldn't really simulate it uh, you know in a live environment like that. So uh, so we didn't we didn't try for that. Um, but yeah, again, you know, the event itself, we we did kick it up a notch last year and tried to have something that was both uh, a voting event as well as something that recognized the nominees and was entertaining. And we had a couple of uh, YouTube stars, Rhett and Link, who were there and very very funny guys and really got it and uh, definitely made it a fun event. And uh, I think you know we had a lot of people who came to the Blue Ribbon event. Uh, in particular, who were very impressed and really enjoyed it, and felt like this was kind of a real value add for them as being members uh, of our peer group, which is you know something that we're always mindful of. Actually, Rhett and Link have done their own interactive videos on YouTube. Indeed, they're, really, they're good guys. They're funny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say uh, Michael had a few more specifics about dates and times and things. If you wanted to touch on that, I don't know if you have notes there. Sure. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, Wait, Michael, can you, get, can you get closer to your phone? You're a little fuzzy. Yeah. Sorry about that. Is that no better? Yeah. Okay. Um, just wanted to let everyone know that the entry fee uh, per entry is $400, but for members, the first entry is free. 
So if you haven't paid your dues yet and you plan on entering, please do. Uh, or, you know, if you're a new member, uh, now is a great time to join. Um, as we've talked before, we are the fastest growing peer group in the Television Academy. Um, I, I mentioned www.emmys.tv slash interactive uh, or awards at interactiveemmys.com to find more information. Um, and also, um, the nominees for the 64th Primetime Emmy Awards will be announced on Thursday, July 19th at 5.35 a.m. So you know, be prepared to get up early that day if you want to be right on top of things. If not, uh, I'm sure you can find it online immediately after. Yeah, that's 535 a.m. 5.35. <laughs> <laughs> it's an early day for some. What's the... Um uh when are the final what's the when's what are the final awards this year? The Creative Arts Emmys, which is usually when our category is recognized, uh, I believe the date is September fifteenth. Uh That's with right. the prime time with the primetime mm-hmm. awards a week later. On the twenty third, right? The September twenty yes, third. Broad, broadcast that everybody's familiar with is uh I, I think it's the twenty third, yeah. And since it's on ABC, are they going to yeah. enter again? Do you think they'll enter again for their their last Oscar digital experience this year? Could be. Yeah, I hope that they do. I, I mean, look, those guys have been innovators, like going all the way back to 2007, I think, with uh, full episode streaming that they announced on ABC.com. Their you know, business lets them actually kind of invest in and build platforms that they can exploit over the the. Uh, ensuing seasons of, of television, and they've done a, a great job on that. I mean, all of the big networks, all the cable network brands um, are doing really tremendous work this year, and I, I think we're going to, at least in the, the, the first round and in the nominations, we're going to really see a, a broad um, representation of, of really the best and the brightest of what's going on. Um, and, you know, this year I think this push towards original interactive television kind of shines a light for showrunners and storytellers. You know, they can't get everything on the air in 30 or 60 minutes. And these stories, especially in these more sophisticated serialized storylines, are kind of ripe for some level of dimensionalization through interactive media. And I know there's a lot of peer group members that are actively involved every day right now creating that stuff for the programs that are on the air and actually starting to think about the stuff that will be on this summer and and already in the fall. The Primetime Emmy Awards are on the day before the official fall season starts. Um, Jimmy Kimmel is the host of the Primetime Emmy Awards telecast on ABC this year, and Don Misher is the producer again. He's been a producer over the last few years. Mark Burnett produced last year. Um, so uh, I guess if... ABC not only enters, but it's recognized with the Primetime Emmy Award. I would hope that our category gets represented in the, the Primetime Emmy Award telecast. But um, uh, right now, it's a little too early. We've got to get those entries in, um, just like with the, the, the Mega Millions, right? You, you can't win if you don't play. <laughs> hey, you, you think, you think, you can, yeah, what did you say? Uh, what, what was that? that oh, I forget. Um do you guys maybe we should uh, find an opportunity to, if it's possible, to showcase some of the nominees, some of the submissions at uh, TV of Tomorrow Show? Would that be of interest? 
Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I think it would be huge interest to the audience. Unfortunately, um, in June, right, is right when the, the actual voting period um, is on. So we kind of have to, you know, be in a quiet mode. I mean, I do think it's opportunity for us to kind of elevate some of the work that happened over 2011, um, which is still really relevant and, and mind-blowing. Um, I think I shared with you a, a Vimeo um, channel for the Interactive Media Peer Group that showcases uh, five Primetime Emmy Award nominees from last year, and if you can share that with your audience, that, that would be great. Um, because I really think it, it shows where the bar is set in terms of the great work that's happening out there, and really not a lot of people hear about it because they have busy lives and they may or may not watch the programs that, that are, are represented. So if you're thinking about entering, I urge you to watch those videos just to kind of see the level of work that actually goes into it and to really inspire everybody to, to get on to us this year. All right. Well, sounds good, although I think I'm going to try to convince you to see what, if we can show something, a taste of something at the event when we can talk about it later. You can still say no, but uh, I'll work on it. Anyway, I am uh, i don't think there's anything else uh, that has changed this year, but I think this is a really great direction, and I'm excited about that. And, uh, of course, the fact that uh, these awards exist really help galvanize the industry to understand that this is a real medium. It's not just technologies and it's not just you know applications on platforms. It can be a real medium of its own. And um, I think that's what you're shooting for as well. Yeah, thank you for putting it that way. I agree. I mean, I think the other biggest change that we've had at the Academy is a change in executive leadership, and I'll I'll let Jeff add the, the color there. Yeah, um, Bruce Rosenblum was elected chair. Bruce is the uh, president of Warner Brothers Television. Um, it's one of the top guys running Warner Brothers Studio. And, you know, John Schaffner, after four years as, as chair, is a lovely person, did a great job. Bruce kind of comes at this from the business side of how television's evolving. So it's an exciting time to be a member of the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. Um, a lot of value that we hope to return to the members. And, you know, contest is the Emmy Awards contest is the main one, um, but there's a lot more that happens kind of month to month and, and week to week for people that, that get involved. So welcome welcome new members to the, to the peer group. Um, Tracy, as always, thanks so much. You've been, you know, a huge advocate for interactive media storytelling, and, you know, it's really an honor to talk to you. Really appreciate your continued support and helping get the call for entries word out there. So I uh, look forward to seeing you and, and being a big part of, of TVOT June 12th and 13th in San Francisco. Thanks. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for the plug. I appreciate it. And the same to you. But you're leaving uh, the leadership of, of the IMPG. What, what's it going to be like without you? What are you going to do? <laughs> well, um, my main extracurricular activity um, will be able to change focus a little bit, but, you know, I was involved uh, on the awards working group for years before I, I ran uh, for governor and was part of the elected leadership, so I absolutely plan to, to stay involved in collaborating with Mark and Michael and Joe Tolarico, Suzanne Stefanik is still heavily involved, um, as is John Gillis. Um, and so, you know, it's, it's a good group of people. 
Um, and you know, part of what we do, right, is try to open up opportunities for new members to get involved in leadership. So, you know, I'm termed out, um, and uh, I could be back, but um, after this year, I'll probably take uh, kind of a more active role in the working group level instead of the academy leadership. But, but thanks for that recognition. Well, maybe maybe uh, we'll see you running for the uh, for the big chair position. Mm-hmm some point down the road, right, of the, uh, of the entire thing. Anyway, let's, uh, we, won't, uh, we, won't, we won't pre-jinx uh, uh, that. Hopefully that will be something that will, will happen in the future. Anyway, thank you very much, gentlemen. I really appreciate it. Good luck this year. I think it's going to be an exciting year, and we'll certainly promote this between now and then, and because uh, we really believe in what's going on, and, of course, at our event, TV of Tomorrow Show. Thanks All right. so much, Tracy. Yeah, thank Thanks. you, Tracy. We'll see you there, hopefully. Uh, take care, everyone. All righty. We've been speaking Bye-bye. with... Thank you. We've been speaking with uh, Jeff Cass, who is a VP and executive producer at Watch With, and uh, the, the exiting uh, co-governor of the Academy of Television Arts and Science, Academy of Television Arts and Sciences Interactive Media Peer Group. And... His, and Michael Greger, who is the founder of Velop.tv, who's a co-chair of the awards working group, and Mark Johnson, who's also the co-chair of the awards working group. Thank you very much, Sean. This is Tracy Swedlow, editor-in-chief of Interactive TV Today and producer of the TV of Tomorrow show, which is happening June 12th and 13th. You can find, don't forget to go to emmys.tv and emmys.tv slash interactive. Thanks for listening. I-T-B-C